Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transportation Exchange Podcast presented by Rush Truck Centers of Canada. I'm your host, Jason Cuddy, and on today's episode, we welcome Abby Dinga, who is the Fleet Sales Manager at ZF Group. Abby, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jason. Thank you for inviting me over the podcast. Uh, uh, it's a good opportunity to have a, have a good conversation. Thank you very Thank- much. Yeah, I agree. We've we've had you visit us at the dealership and kind of and walk through and give us a, an overview of a lot of the uh, the products that you guys uh, support and provide us with. Um, so I thought we'd have you on, kind of share the message. Um, but uh, why don't we start off with kind of give us a little bit of background of, of ZF, uh, you know, yourself and, and ZF as a background of, of who the company is and how we got to where we are with them. Okay, so ZF is a is a large conglomerate. Uh, the global headquarters is in. Uh, Germany, Friedrich Schaffen, Germany. Uh, so ZF is a mammoth organization. The, the last year's sales were somewhere around uh, 44 billion euros. Uh, uh, has 165,000 employees. Wow. Uh, so the major market share is uh, obviously in the passenger car side, light vehicle, uh, uh, light vehicles followed by commercial vehicles. And then the speciality vehicle. The North America headquarters uh, for the commercial vehicle is in uh, uh, um, Michigan, Auburn Hills, Michigan. Uh, so that's where the commercial foray into the commercial vehicle in North America uh, started in 2015 when they bought uh, TIW. Uh, and uh, 2020, they bought Vapco. Uh, and uh, I was actually part of the, the Vapco group, uh, and I jo- joined ZF uh, from Vapco. Uh, prior to that, uh, ZF, uh, uh, Vapco had an alliance with Meritor, as you probably know. Uh, they were known as the Meritor Vapco. Right. Uh, and so that alliance basically started in the 90s when uh, Vapco was a pioneer in pneumatic ABS. Uh, so they joined hands and started distributing products on both Vapco uh, and Meritor. Uh, so they split up in 2018. They became two different entities. And then ZF came and bought Vapco. Uh, so uh, ZF has a lot of different divisions. Uh, and uh, 2022, they formed a newer division called uh, Commercial Vehicle Solutions Division, which I am part of that that division. Gotcha. No, that's uh, that's one of the things I think we always, you know, being so North American centric, you don't sometimes appreciate the size of some of these companies that are, you know, based in Europe because right. we only know what we see here traditionally, right? So, you know, size wise, that's yeah. a formidable size company that you know with a lot of background and obviously a lot, like you said, a lot, a lot of passenger car. Uh, applications, yeah. but you guys are a major player in uh, in the commercial world, and may walk us through some of the the products that uh, we we could be applying applying to to our world. Right, so I'll just go uh, with the overview of the ZF products. So ZF is in both truck and trailer. So I will start with the truck side of the business. So truck side, uh, it's a it's a huge portfolio of products. So I start with uh, the uh, the suspension system, basically chassis modules dampers with shock absorbers, uh, uh, ABS, uh, pneumatic ABS, hydraulic ABS, uh, air management systems like air dryers, air compressors, uh, 
braking system, foundation brakes, air disc brakes, steering systems, electric assisted steering, uh, steering pump, steering gear, ADAS, uh, advanced driver assistance systems, collision mitigation system. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and uh, e-mobility products. Right now, everybody is going with electrification, so we have launched a few e-mobility products. So, so there's a huge portfolio on the truck side. Uh, then on the trailer side, uh, we have uh, actually uh, ABS, nomadic ABS on the trailer side is our bread and butter. We kind of have majority of share, eight, more than 80% of the market share on the ABS market. Uh, then uh, we have VLAN products, air disc brakes, brake actuators, slack adjusters, uh, trailer skirts also. So so the trailer skirts are actually manufactured here in Canada. Oh. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're manufactured here in Oakville actually. Uh, and uh, we launched a digital connectivity division, which is uh, uh, deals in the trailer telematic side of the business. So it's uh, one of the advanced trailer telematic system uh, powered to the ABS. So, yeah. So that's a kind of a complete portfolio on the both uh, truck and uh, uh, trailers. Uh, if we talk about uh, on the trucks, in particular, with uh, Navistar, our products are available with all the truck OEMs. But if you talk about uh, uh, Navistar, I would touch upon just two of the main products, uh, which is uh, air disc brake. Uh, so the air disc brake, uh, we call it as a Maxis air disc brake. And the Maxis air disc brake is basically... A single piston disc brake. We've always been a single piston disc brake for over 25 years. Uh, the advantage of the single piston versus dual piston, uh, I think we have talked about it before, uh, is a, you know fewer components. It has almost 65% fewer components than the dual piston. Uh, so less complexity, uh, fewer parts, lighter weight, more efficiency, you know. The, the single piston produces the same output force as a dual piston, uh, but it gives you better efficiency because of its uh, uh, fewer components. Uh, it's the lightest disc brake available in the market with, uh, with Navistar is 67, 67 pounds. Uh, some of the more features on the disc brake is uh, like it has a bi-directional adjuster mechanism. So the bi-directional adjuster mechanism uh, is kind of uh, maintains an optimal uh, running clearance between rotor and the patch. So it works with the under adjustment as well as over adjustment. So you don't, don't run into a hot runner situations. Uh, the caliper is a single piece monoblock. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, the piston is double sealed. Uh, yeah, one thing I would like to point out the our piston actuation mechanism is a threaded design, which is quite a proven design compared to uh, the competitor uh, uh, gear-driven or, or a chain-driven design. So, yeah, that's kind of in a brief uh, about our uh, single piston air disc brake. Gotcha. No, it's, so, it's a good review, and it's it's interesting, right? Just different designs, but obviously less less components, uh, less complexity, less things to fail, and obviously less weight. So. Right. All around makes a lot of sense. And then yeah. another one you mentioned was uh, 
collision mitigation on it, which is tied into the Navistar product line. So collision mitigation system is called OnGuard Active Collision Mitigation System, which is available with the Navistar. But I would like to touch upon a newer version of the collision mitigation system, which is launched. Uh, it's called OnGuard Max, but it will be available with the Navistar and other OEMs in the near future. Uh, so the OnGuard Max uh, is basically, we call it as an autonomous uh, emergency braking system. Uh, it it uses in tandem uh, with radar, camera, and image processing modules to prevent rear end collision. Uh, so it it notifies based on uh, visual alerts, uh, audible alarm, uh, brake pulse, uh, and finally, when there's impending imminent collision is there, uh, it will apply the full braking. Uh, so the advantage of this is uh, compared to the previous version, uh, previous version was only meant for a moving stationary and stopped vehicle. But on this newer version, we have added uh, vehicles as well as uh, pedestrians uh, and uh, cyclists, So, which we call them as a vulnerable road users. Uh, so it covers... Uh, vehicles in front of you, as well as uh, any pedestrian crossing the truck, or uh, you know, cyclists, which is we have we have seen in Toronto. We have seen a lot of accidents actually lately. Uh, so, so this will mitigate collisions and prevent rear uh, end collisions. Excellent. Yeah, and you're seeing a lot uh, of take those on now, aren't you? With regards to you know protecting themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing more on the passenger car. More, more customers are adapting to to uh, to uh, uh, the collision mitigation system. They want them on the trucks right now, so so it is becoming a standard. Uh, still a long way to go, but uh, but yeah, people are becoming aware of the safety right now. Uh, it also has adaptive cruise control, uh, which maintains a safer uh, distance between the front vehicle. Uh, and yeah, uh, and the lane departure warning as well. So it's a it's going to be a very advanced system uh, compared to our previous version. And and I just want to mention it. A few months back, we have demonstrated the system to the media uh, as well as to our uh, top fleets uh, in the Fleet Advisory Council, and it has got really rave reviews on on the system. No, it's excellent. Yeah, I know everyone's always looking for the latest technology, you know, and you, you still want the driver to drive, but you want to do everything you can to protect them and protect, you know, right. people on the road. And I think right. you said the next generation of technology, which you guys are on with, is not so much just the vehicle, but, you know, other things out on the road, right? The bikes, the cyclists, and in all fairness, stuff that's really hard to see in a truck, you know, with, with the ground clearance and right. you know, the hood. There's stuff you just, yeah. depending on where people stand, you can't see. So any extra eyes or any extra you know, technological eyes, I guess, to put it, is, is hugely beneficial to everybody. Right, right. Completely agree. Excellent. So, you know, that's kind of what we have available to us today and, you know, and coming very soon. What uh, what other stuff is ZF working on within the industry that we can look forward to? So other products, uh, uh, they, I just, uh, I, I would like to mention about the other products available on the Navistar is the ABS. Uh, you have uh, 
have an ABS as well, uh, air dryer. So ABS, as we call it, is a modular MBSP, modular braking uh, system ABS. Uh, so it comes in 4S, 4M configuration, which is four sensor, four modulators, and six sensors, six modulator. Then there you have the air dryers. Uh, so that completes your uh, what, what is available with, uh, with the NAV started this time. Uh, on the newer technologies, uh, we have a couple of products which we have launched in the last two, three years, uh, and I will talk about them. So I would start with the, the medium-duty transmission. Uh, so ZF launched a medium-duty transmission uh, two years back with one of the OEM, uh, and it will be available with, uh, with other OEMs in the near future. So. So this transmission is called power line transmission, and uh, it's an eight-speed fully automatic torque converter transmission. Uh, uh, so uh, versus the six-speed available in the market, uh, I, I would like to point out, uh, like ZF as a company, uh, the ZF name is synonymous with transmission. I mean, you ask anybody, ZF is known for transmissions. Uh, so ZF is the only company which make all three kind of transmission, whether it's a manual, automated manual, or fully automatic transmission. So, so what we launch a medium duty transmission is a fully automatic transmission in the North American market. Uh, H-speed transmission, fifteen uh, percent better acceleration, five percent better fuel economy over the uh, six-speed transmission. Uh, one of the unique differentiator between our transmission is that the mechatronics is located in the oil pan. Uh, so the mechatronics uh, transmission control unit, uh, the turbine sensor, all are in the one mechatronics unit. Uh, so basically all the hydraulics where the the ball body, where the, uh, the hydraulic fluid goes to the clutch uh, is all located together. Uh, with the oil pan is integrated to the oil pan. So this design, actually, we had taken it from our passenger car design. Uh, so we proudly proclaim that this transmission with the shift quality, it uh, drives like a car and performs like a truck. <laughs> so, uh, so the other benefits, uh, other main differentiator is uh, it's engine-driven, has an engine-driven PTO. So the engine-driven PTO is basically hot PTO or a live PTO all the time. Uh, there are a lot of benefits to it. Uh, the, the transmission has uh, a column-mounted shifter, so a stock shifter there on the medium-duty. Uh, some of the hardware advantages it has is like the transmission uh does in the first gear lockup clutch for better heat dissipation. It has a twin torsional damper uh, to prevent uh, vibration oscillation, uh, for mainly for the downsped engines. Right. Uh, it has an optional parking lock, uh, multi-skip shift. Uh, so hypothetically, if you have to shift from A to 2, uh, you can do it as a multi-skip shift. Uh, <laughs> So, so there's a lot of benefits attached to this uh, transmission versus our competitors in the market. Uh, the oil interval, oil maintenance interval is almost like 150,000 miles. Uh, 
the oil filter, uh, the suction filter is embedded in the oil pan, so it's uh, it lasts for a lifetime. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So there, there's many benefits on, on this transmission. And again, uh, whosoever uh, spec this uh, uh, transmission, it, it is kind of standard uh, with one of the OEMs uh, and, and the customers and the drivers are loving it. Nice. Now something to, you know, hopefully look forward to from the Navistar side, but interesting, as you mentioned, you know, yeah, yeah. company that makes all three product types and, and as you know, any passenger car, especially as you get to the high performance side, it's, you know, it's all your transmissions, right? So it's, everyone's very familiar with it. So definitely maybe right. a new foray into the, you know, to the commercial side, but not a new foray of, of what you guys do as a company. So it's always, it's always interesting to take all the expertise from the passenger right. side and the commercial right. side. So very, very exciting. What, uh, well, what else is, uh, are you guys working on? Uh, so another uh, product we launched is a, a steering, uh, which comes from the TRW family. So it's a electric over hydraulic steering. Uh, again, this is this we had launched with one of the OEM, and again, this will be launched with a few other OEMs in the near future. So this is electric over hydraulic steering. Uh, there are two kind of uh, electric steerings available in the market. One is in cab gear mounted. And this is the one uh, we, which we launched as a, as a column mounted with the electric assist steering. Uh, so the basic thing, how it works is it provides uh, the torque uh, needed at low speeds and high speeds. So it's called torque assisted steering also. So, uh, so at lower speeds, it gives you a, a torque uh, for a better maneuverability at higher speed. It gives you a kind of a torque uh, to keep the steering steady from uh, uh, to keep the truck straight ahead. Uh, how it works it is uh, the system sends uh, the, the CAN bus communication works with the CAN bus communication. So it sends the signals to read the vehicle speed and provides the uh, the, the required torque uh, for the steering. So it's, it's a speed proportional steering. Uh, the benefits of it, uh, first and foremost, is the safety. Uh, from the safety standpoint, this is, this is it's very beneficial. Uh, uh, it compensates for crosswinds. So imagine if you are the truck driver is in a great plains area where you have a heavy wind blowing, uh, so it compensates for the, the crosswind uh, mm-hmm. and keeps the trucks state ahead. Uh, it provides the required steering effort. I mean, the driver doesn't have to juggle the steering, but it provides the required steering effort to, to keep the, the truck straight ahead. Uh, it also compensates for the road crowning. We see a lot of crown roads. Uh, it also compensates for that. Uh, and also road conditions, if there's a pothole, so those the steering uh, compensates for that. So overall, the steering, uh, the major benefits, as, as I explained, is safety. Uh, then the second is ergonomics. Uh, if the driver is driving an automotive kind of a steering, so you get less fatigue. Uh, right. And uh, and lastly, the most important thing is uh uh, driver retention and recruitment. I mean, the driver shortage 
is a big issue we talk about in different platforms, uh, and especially in Canada, we have a major issue on the driver shortage. So this definitely helps uh, with the driver recruitment. Uh, to, you know, somebody who's who's a new driver, or they would like they like to drive an automotive field uh, steering. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. So, and that, is a big one for sure. So it's called VX, uh, VX Streaming, and uh, yeah, it will be coming to, uh, to the to the in the near future, some of them. Nice. I'll look forward to that because I know that's always a, a key thing for drivers, right? Keep Take away the fatigue, get good seats, good ergonomics, things are where they need to be on the dash, make the steering, you know, not as tough on them. And it's just, it's a better working environment for them. So it's, it's nice to see the... Uh, yeah. I'd be amiss if I didn't ask. Everyone's kind of headed along to zero emission worlds. What uh, what's in the future for for ZF as far as uh, being able to? So ZF, ZF, a few months back, we we are big. We are making huge investment like uh, everybody else um, in the electrification. Uh, so a few months back at Act Expo in uh, Anaheim, uh, California, we launched our. Uh, E-Axle is called Axtrax 2. Uh, so basically, it's a modular E-Axle, uh, which kind of replaces your engine, transmission, uh, drive shaft, and a convention axle. So it's a, it's a basically integrated, fully integrated modular axle. Uh, the, the axle itself has a E-motor, uh, synchronous motor, uh, 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 transmission there. Uh, it has a silicon carbide inverter. Uh, it has the actuator for shifting, uh, heat exchanger, and the interface for the braking. So, so pretty much it covers everything uh, on the on the drivetrain, uh, which gives uh, which give, gives a room uh, to the OEMs to put their own components or, or use a ZF uh, e powertrain. Uh, it gives rooms for the batteries as well. So there's a lot of common interface that OEMs can work work on this uh, e-axle. Uh, then there's another product called Central Drive. So Central Drive is, is essentially replaces engine and transmission, but it works in conjunction uh, with your uh, traditional uh, axles. So conventional axles, it works... Uh, so it has again the same thing: silicon carbide inverter, e-motor, uh, uh, those kind of things. Transmission, uh, so three-speed transmission on both the axle and on the central drive. Uh, so yeah, so these are the two of the products uh, we we launched recently, and they will be coming to the OEMs uh, in the next two three years. Uh, so yeah, we we have signed some agreements uh, with OEMs, and you you, you will see these. Uh, Electrification e-axles will be coming soon. Excellent. Well, something to look forward to, and it's uh, it's the way of the world, I think, in our industry. So it's nice to see you guys are, you know, up front and in front with it. And I think I do think e-axles is kind of definitely the, the way everyone's gonna gonna go as far as configuring their their vehicles. So it's uh, right. something to look forward to for sure. So it, it, yes, I wanted to thank you for for sharing all that information, giving us the background of ZF and, you know, what, what's out now and what's, what's to expect. So we definitely appreciate your time and your expertise on, on everything you shared today. Thank you, Jason. Thank you for your time.
Excellent. Well, hey, that concludes today's episode. I do want to thank Abby from ZF Group for joining us. And to catch up on past episodes, go to transportationexchangepodcast.ca. And until next time, thanks for listening. 